When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus, where we talk about the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Certainly, you've heard of 211 Broward. You may not know exactly why it exists. It's not just an easy number to call Broward County government. It is servicing so many parts of our community. And I'm very happy to welcome Billy Morgan, Director for Training and Staff Development. And Billy, you're going to tell us what 211 Broward is really all about. Thank you for being here. My pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'd love to tell you more about 211, what we do. I usually start out with 211. Broward is a number to call when you don't know the number to call. And we're actually a nonprofit in our community, and we are supported by many agencies and foundations to keep this operation going. We've been around for 25 years in our community, and if you haven't heard about us, now's the time to spread the word. We don't want to be a secret anymore in our community, and there's a 211 in every corner of Florida, and we handle all of our Broward County down here. And what we're doing is helping families, individuals find resources, support, help, and hope. We also deal with crisis. Many of our calls are for food, light bill rent. We all know somebody who is struggling. This is a number to pass on. It's amazing. When you talk about all the different areas you cover, I remember seeing a number where it said you have something like 4,500 resources that you can go to for a call. Right at your fingertips. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's right there in our website, 211-Broward.org. For our local resources, you can tap into all these nonprofits that have been vetted and we vet them. And we make sure that these resources are legitimate and capable of helping those in our community need the most. That has to be a tremendous amount of work, keeping up with 4,500 organizations and making sure year to year that they're still in business, still active, still legitimate. How many people do you have doing all of this work? Well, we aren't a massive organization, but we have a lot of heart. And we have every single day, we have dozens of counselors and Plus, answering calls and depends on the day and the weekend hours because we are, by the way, 24 hours a day. So we're always here to be able to answer that call. So it really depends on where the need is and where the high volume is. But I can tell you the calls are much longer in the evenings when the dust has settled. Somebody needs to talk to somebody. We're here for that. But I believe that your question was also related to how do we manage those resources? And we actually have a whole department dedicated to making sure that these agencies are vetted and making sure that they're updated twice a year. And if you're an agency out there that needs to make sure that they're updated, make sure you link up to us. You can find that on our website to be able to be considered into our database or update information in your database because we are only as good as what's out there in our community. Documenting those unmet needs are really important for our funders as well, like Children's Services Council, United Way, and other agencies need to know our data so that we can tell the community, look, we need a food pantry in this area. We need a resource in this area for homeless or housing. So sharing that data and these summit needs is really important as well. How can a new nonprofit get vetted? What are the minimum requirements you have for someone to be considered a legitimate resource? 
Now, I do know that that information would be listed in our 211 website, and I do believe it's a few years of being established in the community. And there are some other major considerations as well, but I know that you have to be established in the community for one. And sometimes we find agencies just by callers who say, this agency helped me, and we pass it on to our data team to be able to explore that. So they have many tentacles out there that are finding resources and making sure that we have the best information we can give to somebody who needs something. Okay, so you're like an overall umbrella when you need call. Two and one Brower, like you said, the number to call when you don't know the number to call. And so what I had was a perception that it's kind of a crisis line, but it's not always a crisis that someone calls for. It may just be information or a referral to someone. It doesn't necessarily have to be an immediate crisis. That's right. And I'd love that you mentioned that too, because we actually have a special line dedicated for veterans who's answered by counselors who are veterans who have served our country. We actually also have um, special needs resources that our counselors have specialists that can help families of children with developmental disabilities navigate the system. Anybody who's a caregiver out there, we have a caregiver line as well. So if you're needing a little hand-holding, a little support, a little advocacy, somebody in your corner, you can call and see how we can help you maybe get that ball to the goal line so that you can get the help and your family can get the help that you need for whoever's out there. Now, what would you say? Yes, exactly. That too. (laughs) Um, I'm sure that there are people who are shy or nervous about talking to a stranger. So what would you say to someone to help them overcome that fear when they really do need help and they're just afraid of picking up the phone? Well, the most important call we get is for crisis. And we also answer the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline for our community. So that 1-800-273-TALK, the suicide crisis line is answered by our local 211s in South Florida. And if you know what, this is a place that if you just, just need to vent, this is a call, just somebody to talk to, a listening ear. All of our counselors are highly trained, extremely compassionate, are just able to provide a listening ear if you need it. So don't be shy about it. And if you are, you can always chat and text with us through our 211 website. Oh, texting too. Wow. (laughs) Okay. And that, you know, I'm sure gives people, you know, just a little bit of a feeling of anonymity may help. There's a little bit of a barrier there where you're still getting the help, but it's not like you're talking straight there. And then once you've had that connection, probably you feel more comfortable going directly to calling 211 Broward and having a real conversation. I imagine your calls have to have increased over the last few years during the pandemic. Is there a particular kind of call that you've seen go up or that is most common? You know, these past two years have been easy for any of us. So in our community, we've seen a rapid increase in calls related to mental health. And I think that in some ways that's a good thing because that means that you're saying, hey, I'm not okay. I need somebody to talk to. Or, and also, somebody spreading the word about one saying, hey, I know you're having a tough time. Maybe you should call this number I learned about. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I've seen an increase in mental health. But let's look at it as a way that our community is needing help and reaching out for help. And maybe you're calling for a friend who you're worried about and need mental health support. So it's really important that, you know, we highlight the good things about getting that help. But it's definitely been an increase as well as increases for food pantries, resources for rental assistance. You know, it's been a struggle. And so we have those resources in our database. It's great. I mean, it's amazing how much of our lives, almost everything has been affected by the pandemic. And, you know, every time we think things are getting back to normal, then there's a new variant and 
everything is so unsteady, it seems, at this point in America. So I want to urge people, as you do, to have no fear about calling 211 Broward. There is no shame in asking for help. That's the whole point. Ask for help and you can start moving out of a situation that you're having difficulty dealing with. Um, People who are homeless, it's a number they can call. And I always think if someone's homeless, what's the likelihood they're going to have a phone? Or is that still a priority and they'll give up the home and paying the mortgage before they give up the telephone? Because that's a lifeline. It is a lifeline, yeah. And there are some agencies, if you're on certain public benefits or if you're senior, there are some resources that you can even go to our website and find a place to apply for a cell phone plan that might be, you know, something that could be more affordable. But that is a lifeline. And that's probably the primary way that people reach out to us is over the phone. And we would link you up to the homeless helpline to make sure that you get into their system so that if you are homeless at the time, you can get on that list. Or we can maybe help you problem solve to kind of make sure you don't go past that tipping point and maybe help with some financial resources and some support in other ways. A food pantry can kind of help supplement the rent. Sure. If you're able to pick up a bag of groceries for free, now you can take $100 or whatever, you know, family of four. The amount of money it costs to feed per week is a lot, and that could be a mortgage payment. So having that kind of support is tremendous. Add this tax assistance is something we can also help with if you didn't know. So that's a big one. And if you need help with your taxes, you haven't filed your taxes yet, we can actually get you to a place that you can get that done. When you say tax assistance, I just want to be clear. You mean getting your taxes together and filing them, not actually paying your taxes. We will tell you where to go to get your taxes done at low cost, no cost. Okay. Many, many opportunities to get your taxes done for free, and we'll send you to an organization that can actually help you file your taxes. Now, let's talk about supporting you, because like you said, it takes people, it takes time and resources to answer the calls, to train people as you do, so that they can have a conversation with someone that's really helpful. And you need to raise funds to keep going yourselves. And your 25th anniversary, as I understand, should have been last year, but it got postponed. Well, not the the actual 25th year, but the celebration. (laughs) Correct. We've delayed the celebration, but it is happening. Actually, on the 26th of March, we're going to be celebrating our 25th anniversary with the Paying It Forward Fund, the Roy Pollard Jr. Family Paying It Forward Fund. And that celebration is presented by Truist. So we're excited about that. And having opportunity to celebrate 25 years in our community is amazing. Feels like you've been around (laughs) forever. So I I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. And I understand this is just going to be a huge celebration. You've got some helpline heroes you'll be honoring. Do you want to mention them or make people go to the event to find out who's getting honored? That's what I'll do. (laughs) Absolutely. And you can find that out on the website, 211-Broward.org. If you want to be a part of that and support this cause, you can find that out at our website. And we'd love, you know, more to celebrate the merrier and the way we can spread the word about this great organization. Okay. Um, Again, it's 211-Broward.org. That is where you can RSVP, uh, complimentary valet parking, and uh, they're recommending wearing something silver in honor of the silver anniversary. So it sounds like a tremendous night, dancing, food, drinks, silent auction, and and, and then finding out who those heroes are. What about heroes to be? Do you need volunteers? I mean, I know the answer. Uh, what okay. do you, what so, do you well, need volunteers for? 
We actually are looking for always volunteers for our senior touchline program, which is the daily reassurance call we give to seniors who live alone in Broward County. You can find that on the website if you know somebody who lives alone that would really benefit from a daily call just to check in. It's one of my favorite programs. It's a heartwarming program. And having somebody able to call and be a part of that, and we train you for it to be able to answer the call for seniors who need it. But there's other areas of support, but I know right now we're looking for some more help in that area. Is that the kind of thing where you can make a call from home or do you go into your office and do the phone calling? I believe that right now we can actually work that remote. So we would supply the person with the equipment that they need, but we're hoping to find some more funds for that to happen okay. <laughs> so that we can keep that going. Yes. But I wanted to also mention about the training and the heroes is that I am the trainer and there's a lot that I can do for the counselors who answer these calls. And when I try to find the right people for this position and even for volunteering, you have to have a heart for this work. And I can train a lot of things, but not a heart to right. listen to people who may be not having the best day ever and they're having a tough time. And so we have to have resilience. We have to have a heart for this work and compassion, compassion is really what we live by here. I love it. Is there a minimum amount of time that someone is required to invest in volunteering? I love that you asked that because that's the my challenge <laughs> is that when I have a candidate that is eligible to do this kind of work, because we, we need to have a mental health degree field to do this work, you never know what you're going to hear on the lines. Right. Um, even a person who needs help with rent we need to assess for crisis. So we need to make sure that person is safe and maybe do an intervention if we have to. Wow. Or substance use or domestic violence or abuse, child abuse. We get all of those calls. So we need to make sure there's tons of training. We have over 68 hours of training before a person picks up the phone here at 211. Wow. And then... And that's, that all happens like a sprint. <laughs> right. And as you're learning to do that, then you also have to have the technical skills to be able to do this work, be able to communicate with your teammates. So it is like a little Venn diagram of finding somebody. It's the three, the heart, the technical, and the abilities and the skills. All of that is, is a, they're all diamonds here at 211. They're all our angels, our heroes, because they're so amazing. Now, did I hear you correctly that you have to have a mental health degree? Or it's like you're looking for people who you're going to train to the equivalent of a degree? There is it for to be a helpline counselor. Now, volunteers, we will work with you. But for the counseling position, I believe it's an associate with some experience in suicide and crisis, or I think that's the minimum okay. for that position. We always post on Indeed. So if you know somebody who is looking, I'm always going to be posting there. And for volunteers, we'll just have that case by case and have that conversation. So you're saying you have paid positions available now. Right. And we are going to continue to grow and actually... In July, the number 988 is coming out. Have you heard of it? Uh, only today. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I think it was on your Facebook page, in fact. I saw this thing that there's going to be a 988. I was like, what? What's that for? It's the 911 for mental health. And so you're going to be hearing more and more about that as time gets closer. And I know for a fact, I'm going to need more team members to be able to shoulder that influx potential of calls that are going to be coming through for people who are just hearing about that three-digit number. Although 211's been around forever and we do it all, 988 will also be answered by 211. So if people know exactly what they need, they can dial that number or share it with a friend and get help and get connected to resources for substance abuse or mental health. Well, what I would like to do, if you're willing, is have you come back in May during Mental Health Awareness Month 
We'll talk more about the mental health aspect of your services, and we can once again, at that point, remind people of the new number that'll be coming out. Not only has mental health become more of an issue, but in one way, it's good because people are talking about it now. We're having conversations that nobody wanted to have before. So bringing it out of the shadows, the same as we talk about bringing domestic violence out of the shadows, having those conversations, talking about racism, all of these things that nobody wanted to talk about before, we can only make them better if we actually talk, have a conversation and communicate in the ways that you're talking about with respect and with empathy and compassion. So I feel you make me feel hopeful (laughs) talking to you. And it would be an honor to come back. We will set it up. Billy Morgan, you are marvelous. The Director for Training and Staff Development at 211 Broward. To reach them, just call 211 or go to the website 211-Broward.org. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having us. We all know there are many people who don't have access to health care, and that alone is difficult for an individual. Now, when you're talking about someone who is pregnant or is a new mother, access to health care and needed supplies is critical. Tree of Life Parenting Center in Miami is stepping in to help where needed, and we are asking you to join us to step up and help them so they can get the support they need to do their work and to tell us all about it. I'm very happy to welcome the executive director, Gloria Martinez. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Gloria, you have such an amazing organization with Tree of Life Parenting Center. I love the way the organization got started. Do you mind telling us a little bit of the backstory? Sure. So in 2009, it was called Love and Care. And it was focused on pregnant women in crisis, in need in Miami that really didn't have a resource. They didn't have support or anything like that. And it started with giving them classes on pregnancy, on parenting and pregnancy tests, of course, and ultrasounds. Since then, we have turned it into a nonprofit of 501c3. They used to see five clients a month. We now see 167 families a month. (laughs) Wow, that's fabulous. And you don't charge anything for your services? Absolutely not. Everything is free from pregnancy tests to ultrasounds to even maternity shoots, bassinets, car seats, strollers, diapers, formula, you name it, and we give it out for free. How does someone get in touch with you? And, And are there minimum economic requirements that someone has to have? Absolutely not. I don't even ask for ID half the time because Miami is Miami, right? We know South Florida. We know that there's some people here who, for some reason, may or may not be a citizen, are seeking asylum or whatever that looks like. And so we don't ask for ID. Our mission is really to assist families to thrive, whether that's needing some essential items or needing a parenting class because they're struggling trying to deal with tantrums, right? Or deal with a colicky baby, things like that. So we're really just here as an outlet for them. I have so often said, isn't it funny that we need a license to drive a car? Uh, You got to have a degree or a license to be a teacher, but anybody can be a parent. You don't need any training. And yet parenting is the most essential skill that someone needs because raising a child is essentially raising the future. 
And I'm sure we have all seen the situation where you're in a grocery store and a parent is hitting their child because the child is acting up and it just distresses me so much. And so by your actually having classes to teach people how to deal with raising a child, you are taking that and making it a better life for the entire family. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, it every child is different too. So maybe your first child was a piece of cake, but your second child is like, holy moly, it's night and day, right? And how do you deal with that? So we offer a variety of classes. We're always updating our classes because things change right. um, and making it accessible for parents however we can via Zoom, in person, whatever that looks like. I'm going to guess that Zoom and stuff all came up because of COVID. Yes. Did you and your team have to go and get educated about COVID and pregnancy, COVID and children and vaccines and all of that so you could stay up to date and know what to recommend? Yes. And we've also been taking questionnaires because we've had some moms that during their pregnancy had COVID Mm. and what that looked like. Did it result in an earlier term pregnancy, right? Earlier term labor, I'm sorry. Or were there complications? Does the mom have complications afterwards? Different things like that. And it's still going to be a long time before we really know the results but at least you are there for them. And so you were doing things virtually. Are you back in person now? Yes, we've always had some aspect in person because we provide the distribution aspect. So if a mom is running out of diapers, if she ran out of all the formula that WIC provides for her and she needs some more, they're coming in for that the entire time during COVID as well. And at the same time, you're holding parenting classes, support groups, counseling for pregnancy and and postpartum counseling. You know, we know many women go through postpartum depression. So where are you finding people to work with who are trained in those subjects for the mental health aspect? So the good thing is that we are state funded. Our state also offers a curriculum, a training extensively for our staff. So besides the fact that they have a bachelor's in social work or a master's in social work, they also have this added training from the state. And on postpartum, I do want to mention postpartum can hit moms up to a year after birth. Mm. And it also hits dads. So postpartum is something we're seeing moms come in with like a seven month old and being like, I just don't understand why, you know, I'm not the same or something's off. And that's normally when we start looking more into those postpartum signs that maybe they didn't exhibit in the beginning, but now they are. That's a really difficult time because people can be so judgmental. You know, they don't understand that it's really a hormonal or chemical thing that's going on in the brain. So each one is an individual. And by including the dad, if the dad is present, that also helps them understand what their spouse or partner is going through. Yes. And we do have classes like that here too for dads, you know, where the mom isn't present during the class so they can be open and honest and kind of ask those questions. They may be too scared to ask their significant other. And then we also have single dads, believe it or not. We have a bunch of single dads that for whatever reason, they are the sole provider and caregiver of that child and they come in and they'll participate in classes and they'll do the whole thing. And then for postpartum, aside from the fact that postpartum is a heavy burden, add in COVID, right? We just talked about this, add in all the things that are going on in our world right now and the struggles that people are facing plus postpartum. 
It's challenging. How long can you work with someone, you know, from the time they're pregnant to the time the baby is born and after that? We continue on. I've had moms that successfully complete the program, but then something changes with the child or something changes in their day-to-day and they come back for like a counseling or a class. The majority of our moms finish when the child is about a year and a half with all the, the support services and the counseling and the education piece. But it can it differs for everyone because if you're a mom of multiples or now you're having twins and you already have one child, there's a lot more that goes into that education piece for them. Now, you've got something called the Taking Back the Girls Teen Center. And all I'm thinking is, well, you know, we know teenagers go crazy when their hormones go crazy. Are, are you dealing with moms again 13 years later? <laughs> or is this for the kids themselves? So for Taking Back the Girls, it is part of our umbrella nonprofit that really focuses on our survivor teens, on those teens that have survived human trafficking or have survived a sexual abuse or an assault or something like that and come in and are either pregnant or they already had a child. And some of them are not moms at all, but are desperately in need of some of those services that we offer. For our teens, we incorporate the services of like self-esteem, self-worth, independent living skills, like budgeting and cooking and sewing and things like that. And we wrap it in with trauma-informed care as well. So they don't really notice (laughs) sometimes that we're focusing on the trauma because we may be making nail polish or we may be sewing a shirt. And so they're focused on that activity and not as focused as what we're discussing while we're doing it. Very interesting. So they're essentially getting therapy without knowing they're getting therapy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But the message gets through on a subconscious level, I guess, and over and over when it's reinforced, it helps them then recover and move forward. I mean, I can't I can't imagine what it's like for a young girl to go through some of the things that you've just described. How do they find you or how do you find them? So I have worked in the field for a long time down here in South Florida. I've worked with a bunch of different nonprofit agencies, and thankfully, they seem to all know about us. So we get referrals from the state attorney's office. We get referrals from Christie House, Project Gold, from the Chance Program at Citrus. Both of those um, cater to human trafficking survivors. We get them from Jackson, from Baptist, from 211, from, man, everywhere. It seems like the more people have known about us, the more calls we're getting from, like, you know, shelters like Agape or Chapman or different places like that where people are thankfully finding us, whether that's in need of certain services or just distribution items, because we're really one of a kind. I haven't seen another center like ours in the area. So that's why we've got people visiting us from Key Largo up to Broward. Yeah, the services are so comprehensive. And I can tell just from talking to you how you have it together. You totally understand the issues and empathize. And that's something that's so critical when you're dealing with people who are traumatized. And of course, with women going through pregnancy and all of the changes that that brings. So, of course, I want to give your website, treeoflifemiami.org. Do you want people to call you when they need help or is it best they go through the website? 
No, yes. I definitely like that. They call us. We get emails. You can even message us directly on our website and someone will respond to you in a couple minutes. Um, Max, we have Instagram. We've got Facebook. They can message us on any of those outlets. And honestly, to what you said before that, I grew up in Miami, right? I was a teenager here. I know what that's like. Um, I now have had my child here. She's two. So I am very familiar with what the struggles may come with being an adolescent in Miami, with being a a young mom, with being a single mom in Miami. And so just being able to have that outlet for them is really my passion, as I'm sure you can tell. (laughs) I can, and I applaud you. You can hear it in your voice, and it, it automatically generates confidence in wanting to come to you, to Tree of Life, for services, because you know immediately that people will be well taken care of. But now here's the thing. In addition to funding from the state, we know that nonprofits were hit really hard by COVID and Mm -hmm. donations were way down. So you're still servicing your 167 families a month, regardless of that. And if anything, they need more assistance than before because many of them are dealing with being out of work or having their places of employment closed down. So you've got this fundraiser coming up Saturday, March 12th, called Ladies Quarter Auction. Tell us about that. Yes, I am so excited. It is our first fundraiser. Like you said, we've been hit a little hard with everything that's gone on. So we are desperately in need of this fundraiser so that we can continue to help our families and really meet the demand for what we're seeing. So the Ladies Quarter Auction is going to be so much fun. All the vendors that will be there are women-owned businesses. I love it. They are moms. They are strong women here in the community. I'm so excited for them to showcase their items. And then we're going to have an auction. We're going to let the vendors do an auction. It is a live auction and it starts with quarters, right? So we encourage 25 cents to be brought. Bring your change, bring your dollar bills. And the auction prizes are great. We've got everything from like spa gift baskets and wine to like heat tickets and membership, like a family membership for the zoo or butterfly world or different things like that. So it really targets everybody. And I don't want the public to get discouraged if they are not a lady and want to come because it's not only for women. We just really want to reinforce our strong women business owners and the strong women that we serve at the center. Okay. Now, in addition to raising funds through the auction, it's a whole evening with games and unlimited drinks and food. And then there's that bidding paddle. We are going to have some great cocktails. We've named them in some great names for moms um, and parents, right? It's like mama jiggle juice and a diaper mudslide. (laughs) Just trying to have fun with the center and what we do. So it will be unlimited cocktails, unlimited appetizers. And yes, and they will get one big paddle with the ticket. Tickets are $25. And we will be selling some extra tickets at the door for those that weren't able to get one ahead of time. Okay. But ideally, people can get the tickets on your website because that'll help you know how much beverage and food and paddles to have. Exactly. We won't be selling many tickets at the door. That's why I'd really encourage everyone to go on our website and grab the ticket ahead of time to make sure you can come in. Okay. TreeoflifeMiami.org, a $25 ticket for everything you're getting and for helping this incredible organization is so worth it. And if you are someone who needs the services, you're in need of parenting services or how to raise your child, any kind of situation surrounding children, 
you know that you can go to Tree of Life Parenting Services. Gloria, your your enthusiasm is contagious. I am like, <laughs> I am so excited now. <laughs> um, I, I thank you. And I'm sure that that also feeds into the people who come to you. They've got to walk away smiling. They do. Thank you. I, I try. It. Try to keep the bubbly personality throughout the day. <laughs> okay. Well, kudos to you. Thank you for what you do. Gloria Martinez, Executive Director of the Tree of Life Center and Taking Back the Girls Teen Center. Invaluable work. The website, treeoflifemiami.org. Remember, next Saturday, March 12th, this big auction fundraiser. You're going to have a ball. Look for it on our events listing or at the treeoflifemiami.org website. Gloria, good luck next week. And we will definitely talk again because I know you have a community baby shower coming up in July. So we're going to have to chat about that. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about the program or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for a new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.